0: thank you very much thank you for listening to us tonight everybody at home thank you for turning on your TV onto this channel this time got a little song called if you want to get to heaven gotta raise a little hell
1: Hey, Color Me Dad is a podcast about anything we think is interesting or funny including lots of music and pop culture discussion and of course dadisms ad-libbed by us three friends who have cracked each other up for the last 25 years please check out our first episode the cargo pants embargo you watched you saw the wild wonderful whites i really never saw <clears throat> anything but clips on that to be honest there's, there's
0: one great scene in it where they're just at an apartment party, and she wants well, the chicks like has these pills out uh, pills out and i guess she's like crushing them up or whatever and she's like jesse you want some and he just looks at the camera and goes well turn me on turn it up and turn me loose <laughs>
2: You guys know I was in rehab with one of his siblings. (laughs) No!
0: I didn't know that! Stop. Stop, because that'll that'll come in useful.
2: (laughs) We're recording. Just so you know. It was uh, Sue Bob. She could not read her own. No! Yes. So, from the actual movie. I don't know. She was the... Not not Mamie. Right. The the youngest one. Super Bob, talked like this. Yeah, she has. Y'all his... got mozzarella cheese sticks? <laughs> yes, yes. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> she she could not read or write. <laughs> and I used to read letters people would send her. Oh, man. Did you get any from the family? No, 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 no. Uh, they would send them to her. Right. now so what I'm uh, saying, did any she receive, were
0: they from... <laughs> were they from Jesco? Yeah. Or I was, maybe.
2: I, you know, to be honest with you, it, it, that part was so long ago, I don't really I remember. See. We...
0: Saw Jesco in Atlanta because Jesco tours now. Well, I used to. He tours, and basically they just play music and he tap dances, <laughs> and they pay him <laughs> largely. Um, Why not? So we went. This was actually awesome. We we go, and Doug was really really mad uh, because he couldn't get off work. So we see the show and everything, and. At the end of it, I grabbed one of the flyers off the wall because it had his, you know, it's a Jesco poster, basically. So I take it to him. I'm like, hey, man, can you sign this for my friend Doug? Can you write, Doug, quit your job, Mm Jesco? And he goes, yeah, sure. How do you spell that? I said, it's D-O-U-G. He said, no, how do you spell quit? (laughs) Which was amazing on two different levels because, one, he couldn't he spell it and obviously Jesco don't know even how to spell because he, he ain't quit. stopping <laughs> <laughs> kind of that's, what, that's where you're heading with that So, uh, oh, and, and the reason I even thought of that is Mamie was there with him as like his handler and uh, she overheard us talk and we we're like yeah Jesco we're from West Virginia too and she's like whereabouts or like, we're from um, Huntington, West Virginia, and she goes, Ooh, Campbell County. <laughs> I, love,
2: <laughs> I love your impression when you say what she says.
0: Where, where's the mound?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you been down there? Have you been no. to Boone County? No. No, I'm, I would be all about it. I mean, you, you say that, but. Well, no, I'm talking, I would be the three
0: of us piled in a car and get out there as we a, would just shot. I don't have to get out of the car.
2: Don't have to. They would know within minutes <laughs> that there were strangers down there. <laughs> I'm That's telling true. you, you don't understand how these these places work. There was a uh, <laughs> there was a
0: friend so I didn't know this guy so well, but he was a good friend of uh, Doug's. Uh, Paul Weaver played in and out of bands around Charleston and stuff. We were in high school playing in bands. And whatnot. He lived down there, and he worked at a gas station and. There was a guy that frequented the gas station, like a local Boone County guy, and he was a backyard wrestler type. He was really into wrestling and did backyard wrestling, and he called himself the Jew Holler Rambler. And he <laughs> would, to do and that. his move, his like signature finishing move, I guess, mm-hmm. was something he called the STF. And when he talked about the STF, he'd go, STF! STF! Your neck clean off, <laughs> and one day Paul asked him, Well, STF, what does that stand for? And he said, It doesn't matter what it stands for, it matters what it could do. <laughs> so, STF didn't stand for anything, <laughs> it, was it, just, it just sounded good. Jake Snakes got the DDT, <laughs> I,
1: got I, the got the I got me the STF. <laughs> I mean, STF, right here, boys. If you want to keep on talking, I'm gonna give it to you. Wow, Damn. well, here we are, all mic'd up with nothing to say. The very first episode of color me dad is that do we want to call it that we're sure it that. I think the worst case that any
0: we're not going to do what every podcast does and sit there in the first episode this first episode is just about trying to figure out what this thing's called man. <laughs> <laughs> well we just did that but yeah. I just, no, I well, just, no we already did, we pre discussed it and mm-hmm. we came into it
2: like you know I really don't know you I just, don't know what what it is like.
1: Well, it was a '90s um, hip hop. No, I know that. <laughs> one, one guy had long hair, though, that made it accessible, you know, to the to the ladies. And that's what we're going to be associated with for the you rest don't of know, our lives. You
2: don't know what the podcast is. Yeah. Oh, I mean, well, dads, that's
0: easy. obviously. I mean, I can tell you, I can tell you the way I see it. Well, here. Well, I don't. I don't even know if I could do that. It was. I think just in my, from my point of view, I got really just sucked into a bunch of different podcasts and was listening to them often. And then, you know, really thought it was kind of crazy that I was actually enjoying them as much as I was, because it's just, it's definitely not very exciting to just sit around and listen to three dudes talk about nothing for however long. But when coming back into town, when we kind of reconnected and started hanging out and just having our little after church Starbucks dates and just sat around talking, I would kind of just think to myself, "This is I enjoy listening to this just as much as I." Uh... Now, granted, I'm biased, and that's the best thing about this is this can't be anything but successful to me because I could listen to us talk all day. <laughs> Rather anyone else. And that's than that's
2: probably the uh, peak audience we'll have. Hey man, I'm down.
1: Imagine the treasures you'll have when I'm out of here in a couple of years. You know, you'll be like, we still have those podcasts with We're, with wait. Grandpa. Where are you on? Oh, my heart. You know, whatever. Car wreck. Uh, <laughs> I'm out of here any day. It's like to five, Seattle, four, next week. <laughs> three, two, one.
2: I think if any of us were going to ever move away, we would have done done it. No, well, I did. You did. We came it, back. It, that's, that's Huntington. Huntington, you, you never leave for good. I knew when I left Huntington that I would come back. Mm-hmm. It amazes me that people that do leave that stay gone. Like, how do you do that? How do you I stay Don't know yeah. offhand if I know one.
1: Oh, oh,
0: Jesse. There's lots of people. Chris Arbaugh. Yeah, lots of people took off. Jerry. Yeah, I mean, never they're... came back. Discussing people that everyone else would have no idea what we're even talking about. Well, that's the thing amazing. is,
2: if you listen long enough, you'll know who these people
1: exactly. are.
0: Exactly. Unfortunately,
1: I want to uh, really like introduce you know coffee to the world. <laughs>
0: I mean, that's where is that where you want to be when Jesus comes back
1: at coffee sitting here and
0: telling everybody about coffee yeah, coffee
1: it's coffee people would probably think his name's coffee but also
0: from the whole dad angle if there yeah. was one one of the things when we do hang out and talk is dad stuff and it's interesting because we're at different levels at it mm-hmm. because Wes has been doing this for a lot longer and more 16 years experience and stuff like that I came into it I'm uh, kind of jutted in just a few years ago with my first new baby and a a stepson which is a teenager which is something that Wes isn't even familiar about and we would sit and talk about this stuff for hours and Andy would just kind of sit around you know just shaking his head being like you guys are screwed and now (laughs) because I had a stepdad and now you (laughs) now it's happening for you you have your first one on the way so that will be interesting to hear us talk about stuff and because the stuff at the beginning is really interesting because it's terrifying, it's fun, it's ter- it's every cliché
1: thing that you hear everyone say. But also here we are, we get to document Andy's like, you know, going up the top of a of a of a roller coaster, you know that feeling of it's happening. I yeah. can't get off of this. And so we get to kind of document, you know, tell us where you are on that on that roller coaster uh what's it called when it's going up? The well, the incline.
2: The best way I could describe that is It's more of like, you're in line for the roller coaster. You see other people on the roller coaster. You're excited. You don't think about any of the negative parts about being on a fast roller coaster. you're like, this is gonna be fun. It's gonna be great. I'm only thinking about positive things about being on a roller coaster.
0: I was always the guy in line for the roller coaster thinking I don't even want to be on this roller coaster. I just don't want the other people I'm with to make fun of me. (laughs) His <laughs> I mean,
2: yeah.
1: Is that why you're having a kid in here? <laughs> <laughs> I figure if I didn't have one, you guys would... Maybe. We're just going to keep making fun of you till you have one. <laughs> this is how i prove my manhood. Is you I, would I, if um, you could, but you <laughs> can't. Hank? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's wrong, Hank? <laughs> Works for tips. <laughs>
0: but... You no, know, one of the things I was also talking about is this is actually like if it all ended tomorrow. Let's say if heaven forbid something happened to you right before your daughter is born, or something happened to me today on the way home, and having you know a two-year-old mm-hmm. or whatever, these kids aren't going to know us. I think this is a great way to like if you having mean, who are you uh, when are you being like the most honest or putting your real self out there, more so than sitting around with your buddies, like just talking about whatever. Right. So like, it would be awesome, like this is something that's documented, that's always there that one day your kid can go back to and be like, this was what my dad was like, for better or worse. For better
1: or worse. I'm sure whatever
2: format we're, this is going to be in, by the time my kid's old enough to do that. A burnt
0: CD in your sock drawer? <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, this is going to be the equivalent of pulling out a floppy disk with a wave on it.
1: No, hmm. no, these will live forever. My my kids, I've got, you know, my two oldest uh, daughters are not twins, but they kind of act and look like twins. I call them the twin twisters, and they... Uh, we told them about this, and they were just thrilled to death. They're like, that's going to be hilarious. That's going to be the best thing ever. And you know, really? kids, kids aren't supposed to think that way, right? They're supposed to be like, "Dad, podcast, come on." But they're like, "That would be awesome." I don't know why. Yeah, you have very supportive kids
2: because <laughs> they are miniature versions of him, <laughs> and because he
0: rules with an iron fist. So
2: we were talking about this earlier. Like me and me and Tara were talking about how. Tara is Andy's significant other. Yeah, Uh, Mm. how it's funny how like some parents, some some parents have kids who look nothing like them. Some kids, some parents have kids who are a good even mix, and some have ones that literally look like just miniature versions of themselves. And she has not met all of your kids, or she did once. And I was, she was asking about that. I was like, all of his daughters just look like different expressions of Wes. (laughs) Like your oldest daughter is you. Your young, your middle daughter is another version of you. Your 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 youngest daughter
1: is sort of like dwarves, you know, as I get them all sleepy.
2: They are made in your (laughs) image. They are made in your image. That's been the thing that we've been talking the most about is who, who it's going to look like. Who's who's the who's the baby going to look like? Who they're going to act like? Well, the Amazon guy. My, yeah, the milkman. <laughs> There's no milkman anymore now. It's the, the Amazon, Amazon guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lord knows he's been in my house enough. <laughs> Uh, what do you think? Yeah, about there's that? all this stuff you need. You have to have it, you have
0: to have it, you have to have it. Don't use none of it.
1: <laughs> okay, that's part of being that's part of being a dad. Part of being a dad is, you know, buying stuff you're never gonna use. <laughs> The Graco, you gotta have the Graco car seat. We were going over this earlier with Andy <laughs> explaining how it's important. You gotta get a, you gotta pick a system because as you buy new things, they all interlock and interconnect, and you can't, you know, get a Graco this and a. You gotta
0: have it. You need it two months ago, and then when you get it, people are gonna bring you five of them. <laughs> I,
2: I probably should know free. what brand of stuff we have, but I, I don't. You will, you will, by God. She she manages all that.
0: Have you ever searched um, Walmart's website? Yeah, every, every week. You can get a Gibson Les Paul at Walmart if you wanted to. Well, it's, Anything it's, you put in that search engine, Walmart will deliver it to it's you. It's through Walmart.
1: Yeah. But right. It's like no, some kind I'm of, always amazed at like... Yeah, you can get a mixing are, board like this yeah. at Walmart. You can't walk in and get it, but you can... <laughs> you know, Some seller out there has you know, hooked their wagon to Walmart, just, just like Amazon. It's the I, Amazon uh, model. I am I at Walmart every day. It's like, I, live away, like, huh?
0: I live like I live five minutes away. Did I tell you about the? Uh, I think I told you. Did I tell you about my? Uh, well, I can't. I can't see. Here's where this this stuff, you know, gets to be an issue because I have a great story about a recent Walmart visit that I can't. Well, I can't. I can tell you the story and just how why I was amazed by it. Yeah, change
1: I it just so the you <clears throat> don't know the guilty. Or the innocent.
0: So, I get home from work and I'm taking a shower and have one of those... honestly do this ever happens to you, but
1: like... It's TMI. hmm It's TMI. I don't want mm-hmm. to hear that.
0: But I had one of those days that for some reason I was out of everything. Mm-hmm. The same day I got in, I was like, ah... Oh. I don't have any more of my shampoo and my body wash and everything was, you know, out at the same time. So yeah, the shower and just went ahead to Walmart to grab all that stuff and then of course
1: And you were right out of the shower, no clothes. You didn't have to put <laughs> I any got of that dressed. stuff on.
0: I got dressed and i was uh, on my way over there, the wife's like, Oh, I'll go ahead and pick up this, this and this too. So I'm like, Okay. So the first thing I do when I get to Walmart is go to the pharmacy section to get my essentials. And then I'm walking over to the grocery section. So I'm walking to the grocery section, and the only thing is in my that, that's in my cart, my, the little top part, is just bathroom stuff: is body wash, um, uh, shampoo. Let's just be honest. I know people can't don't most people don't know me, but there was some hairspray and some. <laughs> Products in there that most men wouldn't have. Very surprising. (laughs) So I'm walking to the grocery section, and I walk by this couple, seem to be married or whatever. The guy's wearing a camo jacket and kind of some... Had no hairspray on. No. In fact, he felt so inclined that when he walked by me, he looked at me and said... Hello, (laughs) F-word. As in, just... And I was just so... He really said that to you. Yes, absolutely. It wasn't even... I didn't... I, I wasn't... And I couldn't stop thinking. Why? I couldn't stop thinking of what makes a person so inclined. to feel comfortable. Like, I can't take it. I've got to say something. No, not even that. Just like, psh, I'm not letting this guy walk by without letting him know.
2: Because he obviously doesn't know. Or he wouldn't be walking <laughs> around in Walmart with hair products in a buggy. Right. But, I mean... Like, like you're going to stop and be like, maybe? wow, really? I mean, I'm, I'm, I've been on the fence about it, but I may,
0: your insight. And... I, I may be envious. Maybe I just wish that I just... <laughs> maybe, you didn't, maybe we all should just be so, you know, have no inhibitions. That and just... kid is still on the
1: escalator. <laughs> <laughs> Some things just bug people. <laughs> yeah. These guys are still walking around with hairspray. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> He's just walking around here like he, He's like just, he owns it. He
0: doesn't even care who
1: sees it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I think that there are some people that are threatened by the fact that you are not meeting the standard definition of what a man is. Yeah. And it makes him uncomfortable. So My wife tells me that every day. He can't <laughs> deal <laughs> with those feelings. <laughs> me. Yeah. You don't know, meet the standard definition of what right. a man is? I mean,
1: My kids are like, Mom says you're not meeting the definition yeah. of a man.
0: You know, I can honestly say I've Honestly, I've actually my whole life and I'm I'm not coming out here or anything. But I've always actually my entire life had that feeling of I do not meet the standard definition of a man because my dad is so such a man and so awesome. Like my dad has been like the epitome. My entire life of a hard-working man, only seen him like in No matter how much pain he's in, you're not going to know, unless it's, you know what
2: I'm saying, like he's not one to... I mean, same, but completely the opposite experience. I also can relate to that feeling, but it's not because I had a a role model of that. In fact, it was the absence of it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So if nobody nobody teaches you how to be that, then, I mean, my mom, bless her heart, tried her best, but I mean, that, that only goes so far. And I'm sure that
0: that's did she ever did she attempt like when you were younger did she try to like thinking back was did, did, do you ever remember moments where she was like um like like was she, did she ever try to like take you fishing
1: and
2: yeah yeah she would take me fishing we played baseball dude, I was wrestling, she took you to wrestling <clears throat> yeah I went to WrestleMania, WrestleMania
1: in an escape pod I'm so jealous in a about 1991 that. Geo escape pod yeah <laughs> I was like she the she definitely tried but I mean.
2: There's only so much yeah, you right. can teach somebody. So it's funny how we can have two. And
0: a lot wouldn't have even tried.
2: Yeah, and I mean, yeah. she was a single mom. I mean, my grandmother was there, and my grandmother was probably the most masculine influence I had in my life. That's another thing that uh, you and I share a great deal. I felt like uh what?
0: very, very close to the grandparents coming up, and yeah, like as much as my as much as my dad did, I was kind of also raised by grandparents while he was always working because mom was mom was gone and whatnot i'm sure we'll get out all in the. we got some pretty messed up family stories we'll get into that's soon. what we have bonded over is
2: broken families
0: i was actually wondering earlier today when i was thinking about this and i was like what will we say or blah blah, blah. i can remember still the first day that i met wes i do not remember the first day i met you
1: okay I, so i gotta ask we where did we meet? I
0: met you <clears throat> at your, uh, not in your house, but at your house in your garage, and you were selling an amplifier to Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy Hatfield a fender baseman with God, an I, enormous cabinet.
1: God, I wish I hadn't sold that. And
0: That's that sold. may have been the same night that we saw you, uh, you and your rock and roll band, yeah, Seven Day Jesus with Black Eyed Siva and Dime Store Prophets. The same day? I think wow. it was after the show. It could have been.
1: It could have been. Yeah, I remember. It was a basement fifty head. Wes
0: was a '90s rocker.
1: We all, to be honest, we all were. And you know, I thought I thought we were going to go through a little introduction, but we didn't. We kind of went to the meet, and then we come I back was, up and take. I a I was breath.
0: Ghana, and then you were all of a sudden like, "We're recording." By the way, he does what he always does
1: and just takes control of it. I just dro- I put the pedal to the metal, son. Somebody's got, I got <laughs> one foot on the pedal. If it was up to us, one foot in the grave, we would still be talking
2: into a mic that wasn't
0: You'll never on. know because he would always take
2: control. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I remember the first day I met you. You just were suddenly there. I mean, well, not only, but we, were, we got so close and were
0: best friends for years and lived together for years, and I don't even remember. I do remember moving when we started rooming together because that was the same day that my mom, when I tried to reconnect with my mom, uh, she just had one of her... Didn't I go her episodes you up? and no my uncle her her brother picked me up and was like wherever you want to go I'll take you and you came to my house and you just stayed right I don't remember i that's where I wound up I don't remember how it happened or why it happened or maybe I talked to you and was like this
2: just happened I don't know what I'm gonna do and you were like come here yeah I'm sure I was the party attic. <clears throat> there was a lot that went on up in that upstairs yeah
1: so for the listener good
2: and bad yeah
1: so for the listener now color me dad takes place at the end or you know 25 years deep into uh, three young Huntington natives uh, annoying each other for 25 <laughs> years and I can honestly I can honestly say neither one
0: of you have ever annoyed me out of any of the friends that I have I feel like if I think a little bit I'll come
2: up with something.
0: Oh, but not not on
2: a regular basis <laughs> I, I know that I've annoyed both of you <laughs> neither one of you are very good at hiding it
1: I, I think any i disagree anytime you put teenage speaking for myself
2: well, I disagree <laughs> I can
0: I mean if if I came across that way I don't most everybody else I can think of offhand I can be like
2: oh that person we live me. together I can recall specific instances of us annoying
1: each other I guess that's true I know of a young boy named Jerry who you guys annoyed the absolute snot out of. And that's probably why he never came back to Huntington he lives. And, and, and Chris. He had it coming. Well, but you guys would stay at Jerry's house and sleep there and yeah. yeah, I came I
0: was living Jerry. That was awful. We uh we're gonna have to bring Jerry in to one of okay. these eventually just so we can apologize because really just in that just for you saying that it really was because I had to move away to Kentucky.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, and yeah, and out. couldn't hang out with anyone and so Jerry would be like come here for the weekend and you can just stay with me and I'd be like okay, so I got to hang out with my friends and then I came here, stayed there and all we did was gang up on Jerry
1: for his troubles. So just take one more step. He, he he's going to listen to this just just pull out your heart. <clears throat> Jerry, you had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No,
0: and I've, I mean, I had this conversation not long ago. A good friend of mine from Atlanta called me and was like, I just ran in, and I won't use any of these people's names, it won't matter, but he was like, hey, I just ran into so-and-so the other day. I hadn't seen her in years, and she immediately, immediately was just going on about how much she hated This mutual guy we know. And it was, like, literally from, like, and this is when we were in our mid-20s. And the both of us were, like, you can't blame anyone for anything they did in their mid-20s because everyone in their mid-20s is an absolute moron. Yeah. So even more so saying I don't, I was absolutely in the wrong, but I don't think, I doubt Jerry blames me for the way I acted when I was,
1: Mm. You never know, but you never know. Maybe he, maybe, know. I hope maybe not. he does. Hope not.
0: I don't think so. I, I kind of feel the same way. He he ha, he went off and and bested all of us. Well, well, no, well, he did. Yeah. I
2: mean, yeah, he's got. I won't he, say that. He seems I won't. Happy. I not You know, he seems happy. He's got a family. He could grow a beard. Um, yeah, well, I can't got, do that. I Man,
1: he's got me like unreal.
2: I kind of feel that way
0: about. He did exactly what I wanted to do in life that did didn't that didn't come to fruition. What he went out, he 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 joined a band that he loved. He he made money by just going around and touring the world and playing music with his friends. He made records and yeah, good for him. Yeah. So it's probably because we made so much fun of him that he had the gumption to go out and do that. So actually, Jerry probably owes me a thank you. Thank thank you for that game of bag tag. It really (laughs) saved my life. You're welcome, Jerry.
1: Okay, so you know that this is bad, like dead air. I've been on the radio enough. It's episode one, man. We can't
0: help it. I, it's, it's inevitable. I knew it was going to be bad.
1: Well, it, this is not bad, first of all,
0: but... When um, you hear the term episode one still to this day, do you get like...
1: Episode one? Yeah, like, you know, he,
0: like
2: he thinks Star Wars, I guarantee
0: Yeah, it. as well, soon as
1: you well, said episode one, I'm like, yeah, Star okay, Wars, it well, wasn't, that's it wasn't what as was, bad. You want to talk about episode
0: one? That's what I was bringing up. Jar Jar. When every time I hear... Someone say the term or use you know episode one. That's immediately the first thing
1: I think of. When somebody says episode two, I think of Electric Boogaloo. Do you remember Breaking Two? Mm-hmm. Somebody says episode two, or like I've that heard that, tomorrow. but I
0: don't know what that is.
2: You don't Lord, know what Breaking is? Breaking. Breaking mm, like break dancing. They mm-hmm. made it it was, it was a great days. movie about breakdancing.
1: Oh it was the worst movie ever about anything, but it happened to be about breakdancing. And okay. it was called Breakin' Two Electric Boogaloo. Well th-
2: there was actually there was a breakin'. Breaking <laughs> two was the sequel. <laughs> but breaking two I guess did not stand off <laughs> enough on its
1: own. You need another It made what, like twelve dollars. They figure we would make another twenty eight dollars so do is one. that
0: is that on the short list of sequels that were more <laughs> successful
1: than their predecessors? <laughs> Probably. Probably anything with electric boogaloo in the title. I just I'm gonna have to check it out. What's the best sequel? Oh, uh, Empire Strikes Back. I mean, come on. That's... No, no. I know the answer to this. It's The Godfather. The Godfather oh. Part Two is the best <laughs> sequel ever. Yeah, you know, Young it's... Guns. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we can't have any. Uh, I think we need a rule about any episode. We cannot. Not at
2: all. Wayne's World Two was well, not better than one.
1: Mm. Uh it had it had was that when he met the girl Cassandra? No, that was uh, that she was, was one. she was
0: there but um that's Part not 2 weird. had Aerosmith. And it was part 2 is he kept seeing the ghost of Jim Morrison telling him to put on a concert <laughs> and he had Jim Morrison's weird naked Indian film.
1: And that's not better? <laughs> I don't remember it but it's it's really cracking me this, up right now. I mean now. it's
2: um Austin Powers Part 2 is a be- better movie of the three. Yeah,
1: definitely. I yeah. um, just didn't care enough about, the, <laughs> about that franchise. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking the other day when we were ta- looking at doing this, if you, you know, everybody know what a Venn diagram is, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you draw a circle and then it intersects here. Yep. Like, it's funny how we intersect. Like he and I intersect on something that you don't. Right. And you and I intersect on things that he doesn't. And I almost want to draw it out one day just to look at it visually because it's kind of funny. All these things that you know musically even we could venn I mean, diagram also all
0: three have stuff that neither of of neither of the other guys would like care about or be into at all
1: yeah nancy griffith yeah exactly who nancy griffith you guys ever heard of nancy griffith she's dead now but she's a folk singer in the 70s and 80s she was the female john denver um, I really like Nancy Griffith. So. Zero
2: idea what you're talking about. Oh, come
1: on. So, there you go. You do like intro all, into our Venn diagram. You do like all kinds of bad <laughs> stuff. <laughs> well, I have my Jack- girls.
0: Your girls that are listening out right now.
1: Let me tell you something. That's, they, that's
0: one reason I feel really sorry for you because you're. Con- Listen to this. Let me tell you yeah, something. I know how terrible
1: it is. When it's cold outside and we're driving to school, my girls will pick Nancy Griffith, a certain CD. It's it's, it's perfect for winter. It's because it, they want you to shut up.
2: I guarantee my wife knows who that is. <laughs>
1: They're just.
0: His kids are just like, just put the Nancy Griffith on. <laughs> I don't want to hear it today. I don't want to hear about what we didn't do or what we didn't clean. Just play Nancy Griffith and he'll just go.
2: <laughs> and then I, he'll beat on their legs the whole time that he's driving. We, that, we actually have a, a running, that's a running issue between me and my wife is I've always adopted the philosophy that if you are the passenger, you are subject to being the drunk. <laughs> that's straight up from Wes. Yeah, Absolutely. He used to beat the crap
1: out of me. That's dad stuff.
2: But she does not
0: feel that No, way. that wasn't a dad thing. You
1: Or did your dad do that? No, I guess he didn't. Yeah, that's just straight up. I guess it's just me. That's long car trips. Built and in. listen to the my poses. oh, listen to this part. Wham, my, wham, wham. My knee
0: and, and upper thigh burn every time I listen to the Posies to this day.
2: Especially frosting on the beach. Yeah.
1: See, there's the center of the Venn diagram where we all come in and love Best Posies album.
2: I wonder if anybody listening to this Best Posies album is that like a that
1: question? Is. It's a question. That, I mean that's not a question. It's we have amazing this. disgrace.
2: Hey, we had this debate at work.
1: That's, that's false. You think, you think uh, frosting on the beater is better? No, I know it is. <laughs> I love frosting on the beater. And wait, I think that's amazing interesting because aren't t- you Deer 23? I am a Deer 23 It is He is fan. Deer 23. That's very odd. That's we very sh- odd. We should not Although, do this podcast. <laughs> I just hit, I'm just going to hit it. delete. That's it. That's a wrap. <laughs> just delete it. Although lately, I've kind of been really liking success the most. Now you're on the other side of it. <laughs> you still miss the best one, but I mean, <laughs> I maybe it's like psych, it's a
0: psychological thing where now you feel successful.
1: Ah, there you go. Mm. He does have that shirt on from JCPenney's.
0: Uh, I mean, <laughs>
1: you don't wear this unless you're at a Well, we're having a child. I think I'll need some new clothes. I think I mean, I'll need sweaters that half zip. I, you know, I'm a dad. Well, yeah, because I had to give away all
2: my cargo shorts <laughs> and oversized Batman t-shirts. <laughs> Why? Literally still wear cargo shorts. No, no, you can't. Why? Because it's not nineteen ninety five.
1: Oh well Depends on who you ask. I'm sorry, I I have a couple pairs of cargo
2: shorts. This was an area of intense debate and discussion. <laughs> At your house? Yes. You can't you, wear
1: cargo shorts? No, <laughs> I, can't,
2: I can't wear big cargo shorts. Okay. I can't wear Dickie shorts. <laughs> she,
0: <laughs> she, the cargo That she wants you to wear like...
2: <laughs> she wants me to dress... I can't them.
0: even say it. That she wants you to wear like the new like thigh high
2: no, like no, tight
0: no. shorts because that's just no. gross. That's like a man with fingernails. No.
1: I heard you can buy a man bun you can clip up there so people won't know you don't have one. My
0: wife, I come home all the time now, and my wife has Holden, my two-year-old, in a man bun, and I yank it down.
1: She's like, it's adorable. The guy at Walmart told me I cannot do this. (laughs) We can't take him to Walmart like this, Kristen. I know what happens.
0: (laughs) Um, You know, I have a 13-year-old now, too, Lane, and we started going to school and picking him up and stuff like that. And I uh, I, I stopped wearing, like, lip ring and stuff like that that I've worn for years or whatever just because I, you know, and I'm already got like all the tattoos and stuff like that. So I kind of get what you're saying, but I don't see how cargo shorts fall into that. I think what he's saying, into that. tell me if
1: I'm right. It's more of a, it's not 1995. Yeah, it's, you can't oh, pretend she was, it. She,
0: this is like a couple. This isn't about being a dad. This is a couples. Yeah. Like, I, you, I was I
2: borderline. I was confused. It's like, Andy, I'm pregnant. I don't want to see those shorts. No, no, no. It was, I'm. I'm borderline delusional about what decade it is. Like, it, like I, I I, did not change my style of dress. Like, I got to 1997, and I was like, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is good <laughs> enough. That'll do, pig. Yeah. <laughs> this is and it. I, I, I found it. <laughs> I really didn't, you know, think there was a problem. And then just little by little, like, things would just start disappearing out of my
1: mm. dresser. And then he comes in home one day, and there's a... People are gathered around the room. Andy, we're, we're here to, to talk to you. <laughs> and, we've all, and we've all got JCPenney bags. <laughs> yeah. We have bought... I want you to try this on. W- w- you why? take that JCPenney bag and smother yourself with it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you this Batman t-shirt out of my cold death. Where <laughs> Where are my cargoes? <laughs> yeah, where where are all my clothes? <laughs>
0: speaking <laughs> speaking of which, and I will say, too, I was... Uh, there are very few things left in this world that make me get excited and feel like a kid again and not feel like I'm old. And Car- no, Carter- this Rush. week this Naps. week is this Naps. week is the Batman movie and that makes oh, me man. feel like a kid every yeah. time. Now in the I'm, I'm actually excited for the first
2: time and. I a few months. Care less. See, I don't care about. This Batman. is a
1: great part of the Venn diagram because you're all Batman all the time, I right? Love Batman. And I, I kind of like Batman, I, and I cannot tell you why. Well, he obviously can just do it, get it done. Because
0: I'm not a, I'm not a comic. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not like a, a super. Like, a, it's not. It pretty much dies there. Like, I don't like read comic books or collect. It's just there's something about the whole. Batman thing, like I, I hate now. I hate the old, uh, the old campy stuff that everyone says they like the most. The old Adam West. I, I think you, that's you're terrible. secretly in love with Christian Bale. No, Ben Affleck. Uh, yeah, is, there's so the worst many. Batman. My son's yeah. named after Ben Affleck. Holden. Holden is Ben. Is Ben
1: Affleck and Chasey and Amy. That's why I picked that name. That's bizarre. Yeah, I don't know what to do with that. I, let's go back to cargo shorts. I can. Feel like I, can <laughs> I feel like I can swim through that muck, but Ben Affleck. You know, he was in Mallrats. I guess that makes him. He's just always. Funny.
2: The only movie that he was even moderately cool in was Days and Confused. Um, he was mm-hmm. the worst part of Days and Confused. He was like the like the worst character. Like you he, wanted
0: him to die. He was perfect for that. He played the best <laughs> asshole. I guess he kind of did the same thing in Mallrats too.
1: Yeah. yeah he was. He yeah. was. A, he was the guy you didn't like. Nobody liked. Yeah. But, and well, I think in real life he plays that. So he, it works out.
0: The whole Holden thing, it was honestly like it really, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> jesting, it was named after that. I just heard that name in that movie. I thought it was an unusual name and I've always loved that name. Uh, it doesn't have anything to do with Ben Affleck, however... I do say, and this is blasphemy to everyone that I say it to, that Ben Affleck was the best Batman.
1: Yeah. Because I, I as you're alone of... you're that one. Yeah, sitting on the side ones, it doesn't thing. But doesn't you guys right. don't know anything about Batman. That, so you have no frame of reference. I know that... I know it, all I, about Batman. and I know and that it's just, Michael Keaton. Yeah, Michael Keaton is definitely. But that's because we're old.
0: That's not have. That doesn't hey. have anything to do. Very little. That has Michael Keaton and that whole movie actually has very little to do with the actual character and like the actual story and the origin stuff. But you're saying Ben Affleck
2: personifies what Batman
0: is the best. In the, in the comics, like the original material, absolutely. Please. Grizzled, old, like, I'm tired, like like Nick Nolte style, got a cigarette, like, I'm getting too old
2: for this. Ben Affleck. Yeah.
1: I don't know. More so than... Christian than, Bale, I think, I mean, to me, as far as sitting down and watching three Batman films, um, I think I would watch the Christian Bale movies over... Those movies same.
0: were only successful because everyone else in the movies were absolutely perfect and incredible. He was the worst part of the really? movies. Really? I thought he... And there's a lot of really successful stuff like that, I feel. I was obsessed with Sons of Anarchy when it was on, and the mm-hmm. Charlie Hunnam, the star, was the worst <laughs> part of the show.
2: That's one. I mean, I like those kind of shows, but that's not one that I've ever dived into. I, Best television series. Oh,
1: the you Sopranos. Already,
2: yeah, it's The Sopranos. Yeah.
1: We all three
2: agree on that?
1: I, I don't think I agree. I just knew what Andy was going to say. I think end it's end
2: 1A and 1B. There's another that I... Breaking Bad. No. Oh. That's number two. Surprise. Uh, the Wire. Oh. I've never seen The Wire. It is fantastic. Watch a the lot Simpsons of and team.
0: King of the Hill. Totally different spectrum, but yeah, I I can't really talk about television shows and discount those.
1: Yeah, King of the Hill for me is way, way up top, and certainly I would (laughs) any day of any week of any year I would pick on. It's coming back. They say we don't know. There's no information. I have told you guys at least in text all my ideas about it. I mean, you got to admit, you got to give me here. Have
0: you heard his ideas for the new? For years, (laughs) (laughs) I just heard heard of it recently, and I was actually very, very surprised because. He's like, I, I, let me tell you what's going to happen. I was like, all right. Well, no, I and I was actually very impressed.
1: I don't think they'll do it, but I do think it would be really cool to watch in terms of being a fan and watching like how things roll. If, if Luann was still alive, we don't ever have to hear from her other than letters or maybe she calls and during the worst situation in the world and, and it's her leaving a message or something. And
0: there's and that's totally feasible because there's people that that's their job is to sound like other people.
1: Right. And then I think she should be in prison for killing Lucky. I think that would be a great we angle for why her. why both
2: of them are not on the show? That Who and, has the baby?
1: Okay. So listen. So first, firstly, uh, Luann is in prison for stabbing Lucky and in prison... Peggy mentions offhand once to let us know that she is the best hairstylist that has ever been in there. Right? So it's like her life flips. Like she really enjoys prison. And then later on a couple seasons down, she could stab somebody cause she wants to stay in there because her life has really been way better. Like she's the most famous hairdresser. Uh,
0: she's doing hair in prison. Exactly. She, so for some <laughs> reason, I kind of drifted off like in my head for a moment and
1: I thought that that's, well,
0: no, I thought you were going to say the daughter, was oh. in town and they like lived lived with them or whatever, and she yeah. was the best hairdresser. Well,
1: I think the the daughter that Lucky's daughter and her daughter I think would still live with Hank and Absolutely. Peggy and, yes. and because Absolutely. he can't yeah. get rid right. of her. And then the best idea because it's like Leanne leaves finally and she leaves a kid, and the best idea that I've come up with is the fact that Cotton dies and uh, Nancy Cotton's been dead. I know I'm saying, but Cotton's dead. So oh, na- yeah. <clears throat> Nancy. Leaves Dale finally, and she you don't know it until she you show her signing off the weather as Nancy Hicks Redcorn, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then you realize that that Dale has married Dee Dee because he, out of obligation to the Colonel, he, he, he loves the Colonel so much, but in reality, he just wants to stick it to Hank that he's his stepdad.
2: No, that is something that I would wish to God that they would
1: do. <laughs> I think that would be holy. Copyright, <laughs> copyright, wisdom. <West Simpons. laughs> I would give it to them. I would just love to see that play out in real life.
2: There's a girl on TikTok. <laughs> he, he would not give it
1: to him. I like, would totally you, give it to him. Do you for guys free? have
0: any microphones?
1: Yeah, I would take a Neumann microphone. Yeah, yeah, the, give me a thousand-dollar microphone. There's a girl on TikTok that does King of the Hill. Like she does
2: reviews, and she talked. <laughs> she had an episode where she talked about the upcoming. Uh, Like, they bring the series back. Yeah. And she had a really interesting theory about what happens to Khan Jr., which is she goes away and is, you know, classically trained or has a Ph.D. or something to that effect and comes back and somehow uh, her and Bobby kind of hang out and rekindle. But somewhere along the way, she starts working with Hank selling propane. And she realizes that that is what
1: she was put on the earth to do, and she's really good at it, and it like, <laughs> and she's really intense about y- it. And, yeah, and he's like, I can't believe that somebody can <laughs> has made a way to sell more propane. <laughs> now that's something I would like to see. <clears throat> and of course, the whole time saying, "Dale, I'm not your stepson." <laughs>
2: <laughs> that show is
0: very. Strange in this, and to me, in the sense that I've I've seen every, I, I own them all, and I've seen them all more times than I could even say. And I can watch any episode, any day, at any time. And I, it's the only show that I've never been like I can't. For some reason, I feel this weird thing. I feel like every single time I watch it, I'm catching stuff that I never noticed before. And I've probably watched them more than any other television show.
1: I feel like my life is exactly like when they all jumped off the boat and didn't put the ladder down. (laughs) That's my life. In reality... Though my life is that scene from Billy Madison where he pulls up in the REO Speedwagon shirt with his <laughs> car, car gym and 80s tunes. Let's be honest, it's an Amy Grant t-shirt. That, that's why I don't have cargo pants anymore. <laughs> that's that, why. That,
2: that, because in my head, that's, that's who I am. I hey guys, I'm, I'm still cool.
0: Cargo pants are still sold everywhere. I don't think those are...
2: Okay, Let me let me explain it this way. Long below the knee. The title cargo of this pants. episode. <laughs> no, has I've got to it already. It's cargo. Pants.
1: It's cargo pants embargo. That's the title. And I think <laughs> I was getting ready to tell you guys at the end of every episode. That's when we should name the episode because you can't know in advance and and the name of this episode is the cargo Pantamaro. I would like to
0: suggest that the short- I really like the I'd like I'd like to hear like a little intro what have you and before every episode I would like you to record a little today's episode <laughs> and then the title then yes, to-
1: on a special episode of color me dad <laughs> you know my wife's first concert ever in her life mm-hmm. it was 19- by Mahoney no 1991 color me bad right over there at the at the they came river, here? At the, fit, at the field house. <clears throat> no, the riverfront. Was it the regatta? <laughs> Probably you, something like that. You got a regatta. I you see. got a regatta. My... Go ahead. Okay, first concerts. First concerts. Oh, was it, It's funny. My first concert was at the exact same place, the boat at the riverfront. Mm-hmm. It was a band called XYZ. They were meow metal. Mm-hmm. But opening up was John Lancaster's band. Right. At the time, I think they were called Ecstasy. and That's track.
0: That, well, honest- I've never heard that, but I do know that that was a thing. And just really, really quick, sorry, I'm not trying to interrupt okay. you. Anyone listening to this right now <laughs> that you don't know the us, you, you don't live here, whatever. It, there is a band called Chum. Look on the Internet. I'm, well, it's on YouTube, anything. Look up a band called Chum and an album called Dead to the World and you can and write in and think of later. Because it's one of the best things
1: you ever hear, <clears throat> And that is the center of our Venn diagram. We absolutely all land in the middle of the Venn diagram on an album called Dead to the World by a band called Chum who played right across the street there all the time. Right across the street where I'm looking at right now. But my first concert was at the River. John Lancaster's band. It was the first time I saw any incarnation of John Lancaster, what he was doing. And I was—I remember that. I don't remember the band, the you know the the main act. I don't remember anything about them other than their name. Um, But I remember seeing that band, and just it was like the start of something. You go ahead a few more years, and I saw uh, what was called Guru Love Child downstairs in the Marshall Student Center with all the little wood against the wall. You know that thing, and I saw that, and that absolutely. All this stuff like has such a uh, such an effect on me, like musically and, and certainly like like being in bands and things like that, like always looking ahead and like, man, it would be cool if we could do something cool like that. I just remembered <clears throat> the first night that I met
0: you. Where was it? The Seven Day Jesus show that we were talking about earlier. At the Kawasaki Shop. Yes. Really? That was the first shop. place? I think so. Well, I guarantee all of the same. Today. one we were talking about earlier, that I met you, where afterwards we went to your house to buy the, the bass amp. I'm yeah. pretty sure you were at that show. I was. And I was introduced to you through the same <clears throat> person, and Wes and whatnot, and I think that was when... Not, I don't know if we hung out. I don't know if we talked much, but no. I think that was the first time I that met you. That was 1996. One of those shows, and it's weird to say this because of how long I've known you, and we've played in bands and stuff together, but that show really was one of those moments for me like I remember being at that show and was like I'm gonna start a band like I'm gonna be in a band <laughs> even just as much from a black-eyed Siva yeah great They're great good. great They're band
2: good. my first concert was Billy Ray Cyrus <laughs> <laughs>
0: And my last concert will
2: be Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> I had a cousin or uncle <laughs> that worked at a radio station and got us. And they couldn't tickets. give the tickets away. Yeah, <laughs> is, I gotta tell you a story about this Billy Ray Cyrus show. Oh, hello. <laughs> so the civic center has a convention center attached to it, and we had like VIP tickets because you know it was the top of the line tickets that we got.
0: Because anyone that went was a VIP. <laughs> was a VIP. This <laughs> was <Sweetheart>, like... <laughs>
2: you are my VIP. Let me tell you right now. This too. was like... way after he blew up. Like, this was probably 1993. Oh, okay. So, me and my cousin and I think her boyfriend at the time went to this show. And part of the VIP part was we got these like pre-concert passes to this part at the convention center and where like they served food and like the highlight of it was that Billy Ray was gonna come in and like you were gonna get to meet him like pre show. And we waited and waited and waited. He came in finally. And there were people that were reacting to him like he was Elvis Presley. Like I've never seen anything like it in my life. He was kind of the Elvis Presley yeah. of Ashland.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would say if if, if Ashland, Kentucky had an Elvis Presley it absolutely was Billy Ray Cyrus, And is today. You could waltz down Greenup Avenue and just make everybody fall. <laughs> my mom
2: used to see him play at like some local bar
0: or The Ragtime there. Lounge. <laughs> yes, that's it. And there is was a sign, like the outside of the building
1: said the house that Billy built. Oh wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. But yeah, that was my very first concert. Did did you like it? At the time, did you walk away thinking, "Man, that was pretty good"? I'm gonna grow my hair, <laughs> just, just, it, in the back. <laughs> just in the back. Okay. Uh,
2: All jokes aside, and everyone did. Everyone did. Everyone did. That's my not. That's not. A freshman story. year, I had a complete Billy Ray Cyrus hairdo. Oh, that's cool. Your freshman year of high school. Freshman year of high school. Yeah. 1992. Luckily, my off before I met him. My yes. freshman year of high school, I had
0: the same thing. <laughs> How have I not seen that? It, the, well, <laughs> let me tell you how it happened because it's uh, <laughs> cause I, it's actually funny because um, my friend Doug, which I'm sure everyone listening will hear about later, we grew up like best, best friends, like brothers since we were like 12 years old. And we had met right before high school at this little uh, camp or whatever and met each other and we were both alternate teens and into <laughs> grunge and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And in that, the time in between that and when school started, my dad, and at the time I had like the cool, you know, grunge alternative hair with all my hair and my face and yada yada. And my dad eventually made me cut it. Like, you ain't wearing your hair like that no more. It's getting cut. And I, cause it was your loophole. And I couldn't part with the long hair so hard that I was like, he was like, you can keep the back. <laughs> but that's it. And Doug to this day was like, Man, like, I saw you, like, the first day of school, and I was, like, super bummed
1: out. She was like,
0: I like that dude, man. And now I just, I don't think we can hang out.
2: <laughs> Big philosophical difference between long hair all over and long no, hair in the back.
1: No. The, the grandmas liked the mullet because, you know. It's you back. Could, you could it is it. back. Oh, no, it's way, way back. Hot. Everywhere I go, it's like, wow, Kids how did it. that happen? Well, how did it happen in the first place? Everything I mean, comes back 20 years later. Yeah, well, 30 in this case, but. Yeah, it's back.
2: I, they had like a best mullet contest around here recently.
0: Yeah, it used to be like a majority. Have you ever, seen, have you ever yeah. seen pictures of the kids that like win these best mullet contests? <laughs> it got really good. They are adorable. There's this one little kid, man, and he's got like glamour <laughs> shots taken of himself, and he's, you know, never fist, thought I would Fist hear that. on the chin, fist on the chin sort of thing. Like it's. <laughs> I never thought I would hear those words in the same sentence. <laughs> adorable and mullet? Yes. I mean,
1: smile, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> They're not like rats. Fluff moments. it out, fluff it out. Wait, it's not coming over this shoulder. Hang on.
0: <laughs> Do y'all have any Aquanet here, or
1: did I need to bring my own? Wow, <laughs> spritz. I, I had spritz, kind of a mullet. Spray. It was. It was still. It was coming around the sides. It was shaggy. You always had like the like Morrissey, Robert Smith type of swoop. Well, now that's when you met me. And when you met me now, you got to understand. Now, prior to that, I had hair. That was the emo mullet in the early 2000s, the mullet in the front. No, let me me go through it. No, this was different. Yeah, I'm going to go through it because it's like it never took off because anything I do is kind of, you know, left of planet Earth. But uh, I had, you know, at first I had real like the long hair, like long all over, you know what I mean? And then when I cut it, I cut it like. Right here to like almost to my, I guess, the bottom of my the eyes mushroom. in the front. And it went up in the back. Like yeah, it, it was at an angle. Deep. Yeah, so it was like coming down in an angle. I guess uh, he had he everything
0: Kerm- but the skateboard.
1: Yeah, right. Exactly. Think Terminator 2, uh, John. <laughs> Eddie yeah. John... Furlong. Yeah, is that his name? I don't <laughs> okay. know. Okay.
0: That's, I think that sounds right. Anyway,
1: he had the kind of the hair down in the front, and that was me. Did
0: that inspire? Were you like watching T2? T- oh, uh, no, no, uh, no, no, another no. Uh, prime example, another better sequel.
1: Totally better yes. sequel. And my daughters would agree. We over this past summer You let them event, watch that? We
0: watched No, Terminator. his daughters have seen no they've quote unquote seen all these great movies,
1: but They're he goes. Heavily through, edited he versions. goes through and edits yep. them. Before. No, I, I didn't edit Terminator 2. Really? I mean I sat there, I knew what was coming in a couple places and I took care of it, but Earmuffs. I did not <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> I hope.
1: I hope you didn't
0: edit the part when freaking Guns N' Roses comes
1: burrowing oh, in because I didn't they have Why would got I to hear that. They hear that all the time. They hear that all the time. We 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 we're welcome to the jungle all the time in my house, but. Uh, we did watch Terminator One and Terminator Two, and they're like Terminator One's so boring, and it yeah. it really is. Yeah, like, it sucks. And then you watch Terminator Two, and they're like, okay, I kind of get it, but they it's not rewatchable for them. Like, why is
0: that man naked?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, because when you go through time, you can't keep your clothes on. It's just a rule. Just go with the rule. Did you watch any of the other ones? Like, and there are no, two, two more so, episodes? Oh, there's so many. Oh, there's still, way too many. Like judgment there's, Day don't count. Yeah, there's way too many. Uh, the first two. It's like, two are it's like Homeward
0: ones. Bound Six. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it. Al-
2: it's a Aladdin pig.
1: four. It's a pig <laughs> and
2: a duck. They're lost in the city. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Airbud hey, Nine. Listen, when you're a dad you play and you're a your kid, you know what? You have not experienced this, Andy. Here we are talking about you going into this. Oh
0: yeah, it, watch it, all the TV that you can. It right takes now. it
1: takes about a year and a half, and then forget about it. Like whatever the TV, I mean, it's on backyardigans or whatever. I will say The same say this.
0: episodes over and over. I will they, say they don't this. care,
1: and I don't know if I don't know what you're going to say. Probably not here but you've got a little one okay and if you haven't you need to jump on it and anybody listening have little kids the best show to watch together right that's that's what's gold is finding a show that your kid likes and you like it and can watch it is a show called bluey okay and they're real short they're like six seven minutes each episode there's like a hundred episodes
2: i'm not familiar
1: you got to watch it it's very very funny very cool i mean laughing out loud like
2: my favorite thing in on this earth is watching you watch games that you watch.
1: <laughs> well, today they're called reaction videos and I guess I need to do a couple of those.
2: I would pay money to watch them. That's the one thing I miss about working with you is watching him watch Impractical Jokers is... I don't know that we said it worked and watched practical jokes. There were a few times that we would <laughs> everyone knows clip. he's watching it. <laughs> I mean I'm definitely watching <laughs> it. <laughs> or just anything funny that happened, I mean, there there's nobody on this earth that I like to watch laugh
1: more than you. Yeah, I forgot to mention we've all played music together. We've all played in bands and we've uh, Andy and I have worked together, believe it or not. Uh, twice. Well, yeah, many times. I'm on on (laughs) buttons. Many times. You know what? First episode. I've got to tell the story about 1996. McDonald's. Andy and I are in the back. There's a couple (laughs) people up front. One person's up front. One's in the drive-thru. And it's like a Saturday night. And it's deader. We've we've already shut off the shake machine. Everybody knows McDonald's does that when it gets lightweight. And uh, a bus pulls in with about 300 people. I don't know. And... So everything just gets hopping, and I'm like dropping meat on the thing, and I'm putting stuff together. Andy's back there. Now, McDonald's today does not toast their buns. They come what's called pre-toasted. And that happened while we were still working there. But at the time, we were getting Heiner's buns, putting them in these big bun racks, and putting them in this metal thing and closing And you close it for, like, I don't know, 45 seconds. And it would do, like, 24 buns. And that was my job. I'm toasting and, buns. <laughs> and he was toasting buns. And he's got zillions. Like, like, for like a, a long like, period of time, you like, were just, like, that was your station? Well, just toasting yeah, buns? Yeah, regular buns. It was really I've never worked at a corporate restaurant. Okay. If it was really busy... You know, so you'd have one person on buns, and you have one person on meat. And you have one person, two people making sandwiches and dealing with the queue and all that, and putting them in there. But it's like literally me. I'm the only one. It's like that Bugs Bunny where he's left field. Bugs Bunny catching, Bugs Bunny pitching, Bugs Bunny, and I'm doing all this stuff. I'm like Andy, can you like drop meat or something? He's like, dude, I'm on buns. <laughs> He's got four zillion buns back there ready yeah.
2: to go. I'm on buns, that's what I do.
0: It's just amazing because that was pre marijuana. <laughs> like, yeah. like that would have been, you know, totally understandable. Like, dude, I'm on buns,
2: man. I was so good at doing buns that I got a raise from it one time. <laughs>
1: And then they totally eliminated your job with yes. pre-toasted buns. They did. It's an American story right there. I did not last at McDonald's very long.
0: <laughs> like the, like the, the regional guy came in one day and uh, I'm running late. Just give me a cheeseburger. <laughs> Who made this bun? <laughs>
1: Who toasted this bun?
2: I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. What's wrong, Merritt? <laughs> yes, sir. I have never this tasted. Is it. the best bun. It is crispy to the edges. <laughs>
0: Give that man a raise. Put him (laughs) on ketchup.
2: That's actually a true story. (laughs) (laughs)
1: True story. Uh, It is a true story. True story.
2: There used to be this thing around here called Drums Across the Tri-State. And I worked a Drums Across the Tri-State shift one time, and... (laughs) It was unbelievably busy for, like, eight solid hours, and that's all I did. <laughs> and I think they gave everybody that worked that night a raise, but I remember it was the very first raise that I ever got. Wait, from McDonald's? Yeah. They catered? No, 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 no. It was no. literally behind the restaurant. Oh, I got you, I got you. So I worked at, was... the one at the one by the football stadium. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, so anything happening at the stadium, it was huge. Yeah. And if you wanted to be off, you were was, not. You were you not You were like, off. Yeah. you're off forever. Yeah, <laughs> you're off, stay home. Don't come back. Those were fun times for sure. My very
2: first day of working at McDonald's, I'll never forget this. It was five o'clock in the morning. Uh, I went to go work breakfast with you and I rolled. Did you get him the job? Probably. Yeah. yeah. He was like, yeah, it's great. You go to five and you're off by one or two. (laughs) He's always been a morning person. I'm just like, oh, I'm still, (laughs) 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 yeah. It didn't, it didn't work very long. Uh, I remember I hit like I was coming down my driveway and I hit something and I got a flat tire so I was like 45 minutes <laughs> late for my very, very first day, day.
1: that you'd explain to them
0: uh, you had to explain to him. <laughs> <laughs> he's not normally like this. Yeah. I'm
1: sure. I'm sure. This in my mind, so- I'm thinking he's
0: totally like is he, this. You know, he was. You know, he was back at the back, pacing, going, "No, no. Uh, I remember. Uh,
1: no, hey, you, this, oh, oh, no." This is before cell phones. Uh, and I think Andy had a pager, I'm sure I had a pager. <laughs> at the time. I think I had a pager one time. But one
0: uh,
1: <laughs> I remember um, us having a, a band practice one day. And you were like, it was like twenty minutes late, and I called, <laughs> I called, I called your mom, I called your house, and your mom answered. And he goes, "Yeah, he just left." I said, "Really, he just left?" She goes, "Yeah, I can see him right now in the driveway." <laughs> and then Andy shows up. And he's like, "Man, traffic!" <laughs> I'm like, "No, you left twenty minutes late." <laughs> I always,
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, I always loved that when we when we lived together. <laughs> this is, this is, when we lived together you had to be at work early mm-hmm. and so at night before you went to bed you'd go take a shower
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you would get dressed for work and go to bed yep and your work clothes so so I had could sleep longer
2: <laughs> so I did that in high school too literally <laughs> <laughs> the, the alarm would
0: go
1: off and oh, he would just step out of bed and walk and directly right. downstairs to the car <laughs> Get like, McDonald's on the way. Yeah.
2: I, did that, I started doing that in high school. It's just a
0: matted wrinkle. Like a wrinkled matted, you know.
1: But I was, I was clean. I was clean. <laughs> just, just all the bed sweat. No big deal. Yeah.
2: I'm still, actually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> night shower or day shower? Oh, night shower for sure. Yeah, yeah, totally kind of I like to roll I, around and, and this has changed like as i became uh i guess an old man an old fart but you used to wake up at like five in the morning yep. and
2: immediately go in the shower and i was always fascinated like how do you do that and not punch a wall
1: <laughs> i was always uh, as soon as i woke up i was just up and ready to go and and that has changed i couldn't tell you the last time I, the alarm woke me up yeah you wake up before the alarm because i always have to pee <laughs>
2: I mean, there's now this is color me, dad. This right is here. every single night. Like it, it never fails. My body's like, oh, it's you got to get up at five thirty. Well, it's ten to five. So he's, it's time to get It's up. time to get up and pee he's got to get
0: up at five thirty and change into his cargo shorts. So she doesn't see him leaving them.
2: I, just, I leave those in the car. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Oh, honey, I'm gonna go to work a little early. <laughs> no reason. Why are your pants so puffy? There's nothing <laughs> in there. Put a my pants. No reason. <laughs> the I car. Stop the, patting me down. The cargo embark. <laughs> <and> <guy. laughs> Hey, thanks for listening. If you have any questions or comments, drop us a line at askandy at colormedad, that's dad dot We want to thank the good old boys at theozarkmountaindaredevils.com for the killer bumper tune. Check them out. And check us out on the web at colormedad, that's D-A-D-D,